Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Welcome. It's time for our detective series Crime Fighters. Drugs to cure, drugs to kill. By Mukoma Wangugi. This fourth episode is entitled Things Are Happening. In Ketago People's Republic, Detective Kalumba and his two colleagues are investigating the death of 21-year-old Peter, a poisoning made to look like a drug overdose. At Peter's funeral, the preacher suggested to them that a healer might have had something to do with the murder. The name the preacher gave us, Johnston Lamatu, was that of a local traditional healer. It made sense. Whoever prepared the cyanide capsules had to have a good knowledge of medicine, access to illegal drugs, and a complete disregard for the law. So Chokbang Salamisha and I decided to pay Lamatu a visit. The image that comes to mind when people hear the words traditional healer is of backwoods, smoky hats, and creepy noises. But Lamatu's place was nothing like that. He lived on a small farm, keeping cows, goats and chickens. In other words, he looked just like any other middle-class farmer. But there was no way the money he was making from the farm could have paid for that sparkling new four-wheel pickup. He seemed to be expecting us. At any rate, he showed no surprise. I can see you're here on police business. Why? Correct. I am Detective Kalumba, and these are my partners, Salamisha and Chokbank. Dr. Lamatu, do you know a boy called Peter? There are many Peters in this world. I'm sure I know one. How many Peters do you know who have recently been poisoned? Uh, yes. Uh, I heard about that unfortunate boy, but I can't see what it has to do with me. Well, now, let's see. Can you tell us which medical school trains which doctors? Okay. First of all, I'm not a witch doctor. I'm a healer. The knowledge I have has been passed down from generation to generation. It's tried and tested. A witch doctor uses smokes and screens and incantations and tries to calm the patient's fears. I use science, traditional African science. He's right, you know. Us calling him a witch doctor will be like him mistaking us for vigilantes. Ah, Salimisha. This man is a charlatan. He sells miracle water, tonics to cure the incurable, cancer, AIDS and all... I'm afraid, detective, it's you who is the charlatan. Huh? You're speaking of things you have no business talking about. Your misunderstanding of what I do is based entirely on hearsay. Our apologies, Mr. Lamatu. But you do have work to do. We need to find Peter's killers, otherwise they may kill again. Can we put our differences aside and work together? I didn't know the boy. Never saw him, not even once. Well then, if you have nothing to hide, may we take a look around? Do you have a search warrant? No, we don't. We are hoping for a little good faith on your part. Good faith? <laughs> you want me to help you violate my own rights? Fine. Go ahead and look around. You'd better leave the place as tidy as you find it. Thank you, Mr. Lamatu. Okay, let's do it. Hey, guys, come here. Hmm? I think I found something. What is it, Kalumba? What is it? Uh -huh. Let's have a look. What is it? It looks like a capsule-making kit. See? There must be thousands of capsules here. And... What's that white powder? Lamatu, what is all this? I've never seen that briefcase before. 
I don't use capsules for the medicines I prescribe. You can ask my patients. Hmm. Then what are they doing here? I'm telling you the truth. Someone must have left it there for you to find, presumably. Don't you think that if it were mine, I'd have hidden it better? Or poured the contents down the toilet as soon as I had your car pull up? I found it right here on your desk. You could have been hiding it in plain sight. Did you ever consider that your informant might be misdirecting you? That they want you to look in all the wrong places? We are going to get the powder tested and have the kit checked for prints. If they match yours, we are coming for you. And we won't be so polite next time. You do that. I'll be waiting for your apology right here in my own home. My gut feeling was that Lamart was innocent and Salamisha and Chokbank both agreed. It was all far too easy and his explanation of how he practiced medicine made sense. He seemed to have respect for both his work and his patients. As we talked it over in the car, it became obvious that we needed to have a serious talk with the preacher. We were on our way there when my phone rang. It was forensics. They'd found a prescription note in some of Peter's belongings from Mary Jane's pharmacy. We decided to split up. Salamisha and Chokbank would go and find the preacher while I headed to the pharmacy. As I walked in, I missed a step, tripped, and did an awkward little dance to regain my balance. I looked up to see Mary Jane laughing at the off-balance detective. <laughs> what are you doing? Spinning or dancing? She was very beautiful. Either way, welcome to Mary Jane's. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> I am Detective Kalumba. I have a few questions for you if you don't mind. All right, but I have the answers already. You do? Of course I do. I know nothing. Now go home and let me work. Ask yourself why a moderately intelligent cop would show up on your doorstep if he didn't have a good reason. Let's show each other some respect. I quite agree, Detective Kalumba. On the other hand, wouldn't you agree that mutual suspicion is more appropriate? Let's keep it simple then. Mary Jane, what do you know? Detective, I wish things were that simple. I'm a very busy woman. What is it that you want to know? I'm investigating a murder. Fake drugs are involved. Your name came up. Shall we sit down and have a proper conversation? I have a lot of work to do, detective. Ask your questions. This is why you tell me the truth, for your own sake, but also to do some good. Tell me, this young man, Peter, who killed him, do you know? All I can tell you is our lives are over. You've woken an angry giant, detective. Mary Jane, are you expecting anyone? No. Hide in the bathroom! Okay, okay. We are here, Kalumba. We're here. Chokbank, Salamisha, thank God. Oh, Chokbank, are you okay? Chokbank, hang on. Salamisha, do you see them? What's going on? What's going on? That's a good question. Be sure to tune in next time to find out if the detectives managed to escape safely. You can listen to this episode again at dw.com slash crimefighters. And now stay tuned for a meeting with a special guest, Mukoma Wangugi, the author of this series. The goal of Crime Fighters is not only to entertain, but also to give listeners useful knowledge. Why did you choose the topic counterfeit medicine? Just the whole idea of uh, there's something wrong, something wrong about giving somebody fake medicine. You know, there's something I think morally wrong, maybe more than other crimes, you know, like shoplifting. I would say the idea of somebody coming to you, you know, and they have hope, you know, and they're sick, possibly it's a terminal illness, and then they end up with fake medicine is just wrong. What do you hope to achieve with this series? 
to entertain and to educate. To entertain, you know, because they are very lively characters, I think, and uh, there are moments of suspense. So and at the same time, to educate and raise questions around why people need fake drugs and to question the idea of um, that it's actually the poor who can't afford going to hospitals who uh, who end up buying the fake drugs, you know, and to question why African governments don't break patents, for example, AIDS, for God's sake. I mean, we should break the AIDS patent and make our own cheaper drugs. In episode four of Drugs to Cure, Drugs to Kill, you depict a healer, Lamatu, who insists on using traditional African science instead of hocus-pocus. How important is it for you to contradict cliches about Africa? I think we have, we have to fight those stereotypes that portray, you know, Africans as irrational, as uh, without agency, as if, you know, they're just sitting there waiting for Western help. And I think once people can see the full humanity of Africans, then it becomes easy to, it, it becomes easy fast not to exploit them. You know, there's a lot of exploitation going on, both by, by the African elites, but also by Western elites and uh, Western governments. So it, I think it's very, very important to show that agency, to show that Africans are not just sitting around waiting for Western help, that, you know, they have people who practice African medicine, communities that come together in terms of a crisis, and their own heroes, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Do you have a message for our listeners? I hope you enjoy the story, but also um, listen to some of the questions that have been asked in the drama, you know, and also think of solutions. <laughs>